podcast listeners. You are listening to Mom and Dad Are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users, brought to you by thestonermom.com. I'm the Stoner Mom, aka Catherine, and I'm joined by my wonderful, amazing husband, Blavid. Yep. We are parents to four and legal Ugh, and, users. and legal cannabis users in the great state of Colorado. In this podcast, we pour a couple drinks, smoke a little weed, relax, and talk about cannabis, our lives, pop culture, and more. What's up, Blavid? How are you doing? I'm doing good. How I are love you? you. I hey, love you. is your name really Blavid? Yes. It's not. It's That's David. my Christian name. Um, I love you a lot. I love you a lot. Are you having a great day? Yeah. He keeps strangling me right now, you guys. In like a loving way. <laughs> From, like, the back. I'm literally recording a podcast while someone wraps their hands around my neck. Just the back of your neck and kind of rubs it gently. That's how my dad used to hold. Right. Like, ins- no, no he, I, he, I know. He no. wouldn't hold my hand at all. He'd guide you around by your neck. He'd like, guide me around way, by my way. neck. <laughs> I, do I do that to my kids? Do you do that to Sadie? No. Miles is too tall to do that to. No. You'd have to hold your arm up. Well, anyway, what are you doing? On, you want to go to Libation Corner? You want to drift over there? Okay. <laughs> so we're in Libation Corner. Well, here we are. We've been libating a lot this weekend. We have been. And why is that? Well, uh, because it's the weekend and my brother's in town. That's right. Uh, yeah. Well, this is... More along along the lines of so it's been going on with you guys corner. Wait, what happened to libation corner? Well, you had asked why we were drinking. Right, but I'm not drinking right now. So I mean, because um, I I drank my last time at drinks in the pre roll show, which was before this. Okay, so I am dabbing, and right now I am about to dab. Can you still hear me? Right now I'm about to dab some CBD, but I'm also dabbing. Um, our rosin, our Blue Dream rosin, which I like, and it really gets me stoned. How much of that do you have left? A lot. You do? I have like two complete ones, oh, and then nice. this one is more than half full. Well, that's cool. And then I am also have two bongs I haven't used in forever filled with flour, and that is also Blue Dream, which is all freshly ground. And I tell you guys, I haven't been smoking a lot of pot. It's been I've been so freaking busy with the end of school. Um, still are and everything. And just mom duty is what I'm talking about. So that's why I haven't been smoking a ton. Mm-hmm. And so I've just been so high today. Yeah. Like stoned. That's, yes. That's the way it works. That is nice. I like it a lot. It's much appreciated. I'm about to do a dab. Dab it up. Look at you go. Do you want to dab anything? I'm d- dabbing Pineapple no. Express by Steve's Goods. I love it so much. It's so yummy. I'm gonna maybe. Do you want to hit this right now? Maybe a little bit. Let's have a look at that. Let's try. That's it. just CBD. This isn't gonna strangle you with the cord, is it? <laughs> no. Oof. Wow, it tastes so good. What is that called? Uh, Pineapple Express. Steve's Goods. Check mm-hmm. check out our website. Yeah, we launched a site. Whatever. So that's Libation Corner. David's out of alcohol, and we drank a ton. Um, yesterday. Are you going to go out and get something, you think, for the rest of the evening? Yeah, probably. He likes to imbibe. But what I was going to say was... What? The Steve's Good stuff is on the site. You did a review of it, so you could learn all about it. If you want to see what it is, it's CBD wax. Oh. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I said that. And it tastes good. It does. And he's local. He is. Local, local. So anyway, that's Libation Corner. Um, I guess we're both smoking weed. Are you smoking weed? I haven't seen you smoke anything. Uh, let me try that. What is that right there? This is uh, your Blue Dream. Let me have that. So that's all I'm smoking. Blue Dream. I'm dabbing Blue Dream rosin and smoking oh, Blue Dream flower. How does this helix thing work? Do I plug up the holes? No. You don't? You don't. It just makes a whistling sound. Let's see. It makes a ton of smoke. That's a great piece. Man, it really is. It, I know. It's. I love it every time. The Helix. The Helix. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah. That's Libation Corner. So what's been going on with you guys? The corner. Corner. What's been going on with you? Do, well, we, we, d- do we need music for what's going on with you guys, Corner, you think? Sure. What there kind should, of music should I it be? like all sorts of po- music and podcasts. Because it makes me feel like a, I don't know, like 
like, an NPR one or something. Yeah, I'm going to try to do or, that. Like Radiolab, where you get like a nice little, Bleah. a long piece to really stew on whatever mind-blowing shit you just learned. Man, Radiolab is the best. Right? Yeah. We were talking about podcasts the other day and classic podcasts. Oh my gosh, yeah. And you're like, Radio Lab. Radio Lab is so good. Like Radiohead. Only a lab. Except that ain't no podcast. So there was no podcast episode last week. We're sorry. Sorry. Um, here we are, though. <laughs> so yeah. Where were we last week? Last what was our week, excuse? we had a lot going on, and we it was Mother's Day, and we yes. recorded. We So we do two podcasts. We do one called The Pre-Roll Show, which is for our members on sonarmom.com. I'm sorry, housefanneaton.com. So they got they get a special thing that which is what we do before that we record this. So last week we recorded that and there was just like a, so much going on. It I think Mother's I was really Day. high. I don't know, but we were gonna go eat um with for the, your girls for Mother's Day, and I think we just were like, I am done. So yeah, it was Mother's Day. That's what we missed out. Yeah. Well, guys, we had a wretched meal on Mother's Day. Horrible. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. We. Went to like David's first hibachi place, and that's um, not true. I've been to hibachi before. Oh well, just not in Colorado. Oh well, I'm sorry. <laughs> you kept asking me repeatedly what it was all about. Well, right. That's but, why I, I mean, like, I didn't know whether, like, I thought it was like a show. What the show was here? I mean. Um, well, it's always the same. They do I the same right. shit, no matter who you do it from. But anyway, we went. This place was Mount Fuji, and it was gross, it's disgusting. And the guy was weird, and the spot was awful, and the restaurant was overcrowded, and um, I didn't like it at all. No. So if hey, locals, the Mount Fuji at the Orchard, no go. Don't go there. Not a good one. I know our one member, Erica, I could see her maybe going to the orchard to eat something, even though it's nowhere near. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just talking about who I know. But there is a member, you know, that lives kind of close. Isn't that crazy? Oh, and Luna lives in Denver. Yeah. Um, don't go to the hibachi place we went to, y'all. Don't go to the orchard on Go to Benihana. Yes. Go to Benihana or the other one. That place is yummy and the bomb and it's nice inside and you're, it's not disgusting decor. And, and the floor, the floor was foul. I put my foot down once and it was just stuck there for the rest of the meal. It was terrible. Wow. I haven't had a really shitty dinner experience, but the girls were like, wee. So who cares? But even Lizzie was like, our chef is offensive. Yeah. That's offensive. <laughs> she called him inappropriate. <laughs> he was inappropriate. He shot us with water. <laughs> he squirted water on us. And it's like, why? Why? Where is that? When is that ever okay? We're paying for you to cook us a food and you're shooting water on us? And it could be potty water for they don't, right now. They don't do that at Benihana. No. I will never go to that place again. <laughs> and I was looking around when we were in there and I was like, honey, I think this place used to be a shoe store. I think you're and right. And he laughed in my face. It was funny. <laughs> he was like, ha ha. Because he instantly saw it. Like, I saw it. Yeah. It definitely looked like a like a, one of those shoe warehouses. They painted the walls yellow and gray. Yeah. It was bad. It was horrifying. <laughs> it was so what else? Okay, um, that was Mother's Day. Other than that, my Mother's Day was fine. Thank you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, David and I also had a little adventure last weekend that we like to call Dive Bar Adventures. Yeah, we did. Do you remember this? I do. It was uh, uh, because we had a middle of the day spat and then like we, oh. were, we were trying to recover from our spat no we're, it wasn't middle of the day it was late late it was dinner times oh my god that's right i'm cooking dinner and because we left the spat. house at 10 30 right to go drink yeah so in the time like i'm cooking like what dinner, are we what parents do that right parents that don't have kids in the house On that's weekends. what kind <laughs> some weekends so anyway we decided like out like hey we've just wasted so much time being upset for no reason let's make up for it by let's go do something yes i was talking about that on the other show but yeah. like we get super irritated when we fight and it's like because of the lost time right so you got to make up for it so you so we're like well we could go to a bar or something i was like what okay and we're fortunate enough to live in the vicinity of what we consider 
dive bars. Yeah. So we went to two. We went to two. We went dive bar hopping. <laughs> yeah. We and then did. we went to a third one that we knew looked we wouldn't in. go into, right. but we went and looked, observed it from the outside, from yeah. the safety of our vehicle. And I'm glad we just. And I was like, there. okay, time to get the fuck out of here yeah. now. Yeah. Because it scared me. Um, it was scary. But we had a good time, right? So that's great. You get very cheap drinks that are nasty. <laughs> that are nasty. And then we can juxtapose that with yesterday we went to the Four Seasons and yeah. drank a ton. My God, yeah, we did. It was good, too. So one weekend we drank a ton at... A dive bar. Dive bars. Got it. What's the better experience? Um, honestly. Honestly. I enjoyed my dive bar experience. I do, too. Um, they were I, doing karaoke. I like the drinks at the nicer place, though. But I like the... Yes. I, I like the... Uh, adventures you get to watch and spectate. You drank a lot of bourbon last night from a certain place. Well, who? What was it? Um, what the kind of bourbon you were drinking? It was called. Uh, it started with a B. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I used to drink it. It's not Booker's. It's the other one. Um, it had like two words in it. Basil Hayden. Yeah. So I used to drink Basil. I mean, back a million years ago, <laughs> like in the nineties, there was Maker's Mark. Basil Hayden's, Knob Creek, and um, those were the big ones. Like, and then when you go to a bar, butt like face. it was like, yeah, and Buttface. So and Booker. So Basil Hayden was like the top. Like, oh my gosh, it's so expensive. You can't ever afford to drink that. Oh, really? But now that time has times have, have changed dramatically. As always. You know, here we are in 2020 or whatever year it is, and you know, you go to a bar and Basil Hayden's is not expensive. It's like you know, in the middle of the road. And it's good. I've always like been very fond of it. I so. just did a dab of this Blue Dream rosin, and yeah. it, I tasted the plant in it. It was so delicious. Are you kidding? No, it was really, really good. Mm. Man, that's so good. I, I can't believe it. We're just going to get even better with making our own stuff. So I'm excited. Um, what else? Is that it? That was all that's kind of been going on with us. I guess so. Is there anything you want to share with uh, the world about personal things? No. I, yes. I went full time on my job, which is nice. At Black Dog. At Black Dog LED. Where he's been for a while. I love those people. Go follow them. Go follow them and listen to their podcast. And if you're growing, go check them out. Yeah. Oh, they have a podcast. Called That's right. Cultivation Cast. It's all about growing wheat. David helps them record it and all that. Yeah, it's fun. And it's Do you good. edit it and put it up and stuff? I do. Yeah, I do. See, he's like, he does all the like production on That's all fun. of our shit. I do. I'm really a production monkey now. I love it. I can do it. I can do it all. So, yeah, that's it. I mean, other than that, I mean, I don't know. We're transitioning to summer, although this is our probably one of our last gloomy days for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's very cold out there and dreary. But tomorrow is going to be hot, and then it just gets hotter from there. Yeah, it's not going to be fun, but that's okay. Summertime. Oh, one other thing I want to say. Um I am going, because gardening, outdoor gardening, like peppers and shit like that, you know, like real food yeah. that you can eat. So this week, one of the perks of my job is, you know, I work with people who are basically botanists. And my one of my bosses is going to bring in uh, tomato plants, which are going to be phenomenal. And he said, uh, bell pepper plants. Yay. So I'm putting that in our garden. Absolutely. And I think I'm going to put some cucumbers up in there. And I too. want romaine lettuce. And romaine lettuce. Because, so I can uh, eat some. The thing about romaine lettuce we got to do this year is we got to make sure that we cut it and eat it. And then because that's the only way it'll grow back. So I think. Oh. Yeah. So I just got to make sure I get out there and cut it down. You know. Does Max piss in there? No, he can't. There's a fence around it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. But I think that's what For I got to do language. next week. I got to mow our lawn because now it's like a jungle. It and is. I, and Tori I, said it was dangerous because they couldn't see where the poop was. It is dangerous. And you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's time to embrace that. But it rained like all yeah. weekend. It rained today, too. Yeah, so now and it's supposed here. to rain this evening again. So I got to get out there and uh, cut that grass. It's yeah, it's that time. It's now time to take care of your lawn and shit time. So, and I'm determined this year to like it, just make it look normal and not horrible. Yes, yeah, like a respectable family, right? So with kids, that's us. So that's because they go out there and are so cute. And you know what? They, they, love they really it. love having flowers back there. They do. They do. Yeah, it's a lot of work though. I mean, like you can only do so much, you know. But I'm gonna try my best. So we'll see. I feel it pretty high, guys. I'm glad. All right. All right. That's what's gonna. That's kind of. 
Okay, now it's time for Shout Out Corner. You guys, the easiest way to help the show is to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and to leave a rating and review. We got a new five-star review in iTunes, so I'm going to read that. Read it. Normalizing, or do you want to read it? Should I read it? it? No, I like how it popped up, though. Normalizing Cannabis Use One Unicorn at a Time by Sativa... And Mama, I discovered your website this March and have been devouring your content. It's been pleasurable binge, to say the least. Thank you. I love the relationship between Catherine and David and really feel as though I'm hanging in the living room with them. One listening, thank you both so much for fighting the good fight to normalize cannabis use, especially among parents. It is so refreshing to know I'm not a unicorn. No, I live in a medical-only state and envy the freedoms that Colorado offer offers keep up the good work and keep the content coming love you guys that's such an awesome review thank you so much shout out to you um thanks a ton you guys and uh (coughs) let's shout out the slayers supporting us on patreon if you want to support us in a small monetary way you can go over to patreon.com forward slash madaz Shouting out Chad and Terry, Texas Mama Meg, Beth Ann, and Jody the Alpha Slayer. She'll slay you with her alpha ways. Those are the slayers, so slay you. Slay it up. Um, Love you guys. And lastly, shout outs go to the members of our members only site over at housevaneaton.com. House Van Eaton is our membership site featuring a close nip. Oh my shit. (laughs) Close nips. Keep them up. I hate you. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. (laughs) I literally had it in my head waiting. Okay. Uh, Our membership site featuring a close knit community of adult stoners who support the show, our business, cannabis, and ending the stigma. And we love them. Members have access to exclusive weekly podcasts, bi weekly sesh videos, and vlogs, and monthly live sessions with me and Blavid. Learn more at thestonermom.com. Click on the membership. Boom. Um, today we're shouting out our new members, Cheryl and Cindy. What's up? What's up? That's it for Shout Out Corner. Shout it out. Shout out. Got a tough stain. You went out. Shout it out. All right. The end. The end. Okay, it's media time. Media time. So let's discuss, while I get higher, the royal wedding. Okay. Go. Okay, well, we knew the royal wedding was going to happen, and we knew that you love it. And, you know, your love for it makes me love it. So you watched it. You got up. You immediately, like, hunted on the internet and watched stuff. Well, yeah, I didn't watch it in real time. I'm not one of those people, but I would have done it. And I I kind of regret it. But I watched it immediately. So by 9 o'clock, I had watched it, uh, the whole thing. So, yeah. And I'm one of those people that has, like, a deep, like, emotional connection to it. And it's completely based on, like, my mother and her Mm -hmm. emotional connection to it. And she was, like, such a big Diana fan. And then when I became, like, a woman and read about Diana and stuff, uh, felt the same way and remembered, you know, my mom, like, being so into them. And I have been into them. And you guys know that I'm kind of an Anglophile as far as history and stuff. And... Just love the whole royal family and uh, British history in general, like British royal history. You know, one of those people. I feel like a deep connection to different historians and stuff, Um, like in super fangirl over different ones. Oh, my God. The cat is on my computer. Get her off before she messes something up. Okay. Oh, I just want to squeeze you until your head pops off. I know. Don't you know when that you feel that way about things? That's how I feel about you, Kat. Better watch out. So anyway, it was so lovely. And I think just watching these grown men now and like watching the funeral of their mother when they were little, you know, you feel old. You also feel connected. And I'm thinking about like in however many years, many years, I'm still going to be alive, man. And these kids that weren't watching, Charlotte, 
and George. They're going to be getting married. And yes. And we're going to be watching another royal wedding and being like, I remember when they got married, when Meghan Markle got married. So anyway, um, loved it, obviously. And it was super like, I was just trying to stress to everybody. My brothers here in town, my daughters visited briefly over the weekend. And so I inflicted that it upon them. Um, and to anyone that doesn't know that it's a historical moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Racially. So it, get absolutely. off of your high horse and realize that it's not like just pop culture. It's like a historical moment that put, is put in, you know, it's also a feminist uh, moment for for sure. Oh, my God. Somebody's doing something in the backyard and Max is losing his mind. Um, so should, yeah. should I let him out? Mm, I think he's okay. Okay. So anyway, just like this is a person who's had a divorce. You know what I mean? Is biracial. First person like that to be and an American. Okay. A fucking American. Yeah. And the last American divorced woman was what's her face? Nazi. Ho. what was her name? Wallace. Yeah. She was a Nazi y'all. You know, she was completely, they were like, no, you cannot marry a person who's had a divorce. And, um, the guy that the king of England like abdicated for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's the last time this happened. So this is like a sweet California girl. Oh my God. It, everything was beautiful. We enjoyed watching all the celebrities and laughing at that and just feeling very much like as Americans, uh, we have infiltrated that shit and we are in their grill now. We are in the family. Yeah, right? That's why she's got to have babies. That's what the baby pressure is. I'm sorry if it's anti-feminist to like push up babies on her because it is. And that's what everybody's saying. But you just have to realize everybody, Meghan Markle, it's because you're so beautiful Mm -hmm. and Harry's so hot. And we need to see this royal family continue with some color in it, some melanin all up in there. Let's go. That's it. And, and that's very obtuse of all of us to demand. And, and yet we do. <laughs> we don't care. We'll do it some more. So there you go. Look at this kitty in my lap right now. Um, okay. So what's next? Did you, David also loved the Royal wedding and he, he wept a little bit. Uh, I when I, I when I told him about, thank you, pa and Prince Charles, he's really, in, connected with Prince Charles's uh, resurrection. I'm very, from evil. I'm very pleased to see this man be so. I, when you were like, he and uh, Camilla were the ones that like really rallied to get, make this happen, right? This way, I was like, what? Prince Charles who hates everything. <laughs> <laughs> who in a documentary was like, this man is vile, you know? And his sons are patting him on the shoulder, like, I know, Dad. Everybody sucks. And now he's like. Walking Meghan Markle down the aisle. Oh yes. Well, first she walked herself down the aisle. He walked her down. It has a special name, but the last like quarter of the aisle. Yeah, and he's talking to her, chatting it up like a fucking gentleman, right? And And then you see clips of him with her mom. Yep. Who is like just there on her own? Like what the hell? Yeah. And he's talking to her. Yeah. And you didn't see that with the queen. No. The queen was like, where was she? She was like standing next to her husband who's on pain medication because he had so. his hip I get replaced it. That's and he's fine. 900 years old. Um, Kate Middleton is awesome and beautiful yeah. and just had a baby. And being super polite and respectful. She wore um, a dress suit thing that she's worn two times before at the christening of one of the kids and at the queen's birthday. Yep. So because she's already been photographed in that before, because that conversation has already happened, it neutralizes yeah. that conversation at the wedding of her new sister-in-law. Right. Do you understand the politeness level there? It's pretty people. Cool. That's pretty good. That's politeness hyper level. Yeah. Fuck you. That's like, a level. Damn. We don't get a lot of norm- us normal. Normal folks can't play on that. <laughs> Even level. no, no. Even ladies who've been to special schools to <laughs> learn how to wow because this have is exceptional manners. She's this woman's like she's like oh I've done this 
I've had that wedding before. I've also been upstaged a little bit by my sister's ass. Yeah. So that's not happening to me, and that's not <laughs> happening to my new sister-in-law. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, so she took care of that, and she was also tired. And it's because she is a mother of three. Yeah. She's like, she's got those skills now. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's good. I love it. Power to her. Anyway, um... Do we want to move on from the royal wedding? I guess. We've been revisiting Game of Thrones because my brother is here in town. Do we talk about this? No, not yet. Um, he only watches Game of Thrones when he's here, which is like once a year or whatever. We were arguing at how often it is, but whatever. Um, right? Oh, yeah. So what are your thoughts on this? It makes me happy that we're watching it again, and it's fun to revisit it and be like, oh, look, look at this show that's so well thought out. So have you guys been watching it? Or are you... You know, because it it's supposed to come out every year, but then in 2018, that's not our year. Yeah. And I just want you all to know that they're like the amount of film that they're doing, filming that they're doing is like the equivalent to movies right yeah. now. So you're going to get like 10 movies and or so, something or eight or seven. Movies. Yeah, and like they just they filmed um like a huge battle scene that took like the length of like not a normal show you know what i mean yeah. so it's like gonna be epic and and worth it and i guess what i'm saying is it's the perfect time you know to slowly start working yeah. your way through again i mean our podcast transforms into a game of thrones podcast when it's on well it does that for whatever show we're watching <laughs> well, that's guess. why we're talking about game of thrones right now i know so we're watching the first episode uh, season with my brother who's taken over a year to get through this first season um and it's just been great it's so everybody's so young you know what I mean? And you see how how much time is spent. I was saying the whole first season is to set up the war. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the battles for the throne. And like supernatural shit barely happens at all. There's no dragons. No. Nope. It's like. It's just normal people. Yeah. And so you're like trying to not spoil things. And at the same time, you're like, man. A million things happen that, like, you're right. not even thinking of. As It's so fun to see people watch it from the beginning. But it's also hard because it's hard. It's such a dense show. It's hard to get into, I think. Yeah, like, your brother has no idea that Daenerys is going to hatch those eggs and they're going to be gigantic dragons. He knows them. that there's going to be dragons, but, oh. like, he doesn't, like... He doesn't know how that He happened. doesn't know what we know as far as... Think of the dragons in the last season. One of them died. They're enormous. I know. Like, oh. And then watching Bronn, like, Bronn's first scene of like, oh, Bronn's... Can walk. Cool. <laughs> Look at him. Is, um... In the veil oh, when wait. he does that. <laughs> Not Bran, Bran. No. Sorry. We have Bran in school. When he does that fight in the veil. Yeah. And, uh you know, dodges the whole time and then stabs the hell out of him and then throws him out the moon door. And the lady's like, Lysa's like, you do not fight with honor. And he's like, he did. Yeah. And remember that? Yeah. It's, he's so good. He's got all those one-liners yeah. is bronze thing. And the other thing is like, when remember they meet Tywin when they come back and he's like, this is Othor of the Hill of People, son of Glon Yes. And then he goes, and this is Bronn. And he's all, he's like, yeah. you wouldn't know him. I guess you wouldn't know him. Yeah. <laughs> Bronn of, you wouldn't know him. You wouldn't know him. He's not a... Anyway, <coughs> bronze our man. He's always fighting. He's old looking. Yeah, he's cool. He's, and we love old guys that fight. He's graceful. Um, yeah, I like him. And he's realistic. He's very realistic. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Arya, watching Arya, who's so young in the first season, so young. And you know she could become a badass fighter and shit. And yeah. we're watching her like train with Serio and shit. Yeah. And that last scene that he has. With his wooden sword. And he's kicking everyone's ass. With, with a it. wooden sword. The cat just opened the door to go downstairs. I'm going down here. To go invade my brother's space. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so that's... Uh, we watched Black Panther finally. Oh, yeah. Black Panther. We finally watched Black Panther. Yep. Thought it was... I think I would have liked it more in the theaters. Yeah. I think I needed the benefit of, like, 
compatriots or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The crowd bent the entourage effect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> enjoying it more because you're with people enjoying it. Yeah. Um, but we bought it and now my daughter loves it and watches it all the time. Oh so yeah, so many times. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was cool, but it wasn't. It like... was okay. I mean, like it was good, but it wasn't like. I mean, and again, like in context, because now it's like we waited. We didn't go see the movie theaters. You know, it was like everybody loved the crap out of this movie. It like sold so much and did all this and yada, yada. I definitely get its importance. Yeah. And so you're sitting at home like, boy, this movie better be super spectacular. But it was just okay. It was just okay. I mean, it was just all right. (laughs) It's just like all the other ones. You know, I mean, they're all good. Yes. But it wasn't like, Wow. That blew my socks off right there. No. You know, it was just like, okay. So anyway, whatever. We saw it. It was good. Uh, your daughter loves it and has watched it several times. And there are bad words, but, are. you know, that's the villain that says most of them. Mm-hmm. All of them. Yeah. And he's throwing tantrums all the time. All the time. Um, Atlanta's done. Finish. Oh Finito. So good, though. It was a great last episode. So Finally good. ended on a positive note we thought it was going to be a bummer you thought al fred and Ern would not be bros <laughs> yeah <laughs> you thought he was getting fired and it was great um so that's it that's the end of a thing for us it's always how do you feel when these shows end oh, it's hard it hurts your heart it um, really does but i gotta say in the case of atlanta they gave us so much in such a short amount of time and the end, like, just that whole, like, well, here comes another shitty thing, and then it's not shitty, and then, you know, Al's like, you're family, man. I mean, like, I'm not gonna, we're together forever. And it just was like, what? Yeah. That made me feel so good. Didn't you feel good? I, I did. I thought it was really good. It's very satisfying. We love Atlanta. Yeah, they did such a good job. So that one's done. And then The Expanse is our favorite show right oh now. God, it's so good. It's, we're like in the, it's getting so heated up. Um, we got to watch that last episode. Ev- you guys, every episode is so epic and cool. You know, this is the right, uh, George R. R. Martin, the author of Game of Thrones is all like, this show is amazing yeah. and like all of that. Um, it's just really, really good. This epic space opera and with this terrible, freaky and creepy alien thing that yeah. we don't comprehend at all. So anyway, that show has this huge following. It's on sci-fi, which is notorious for being a shitty TV provider, right? <laughs> content provider. Well, it got canceled. Um, dropped. Dropped. They didn't have enough money anymore. Yeah. So it's like they're still playing out the third season, but that's happening. At the same time now, there's been like this huge like petition thing and like it looks like it's really going to get, it has a very good chance of getting picked up by Amazon or Netflix. Oh my God. Please so. Netflix. Please <laughs> Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> And it was all because of the fan base, which is crazy. Like people like did like a GoFundMe to like um, get planes to fly banners about Save the Expanse. Really? Yeah. And like do like a viral like and then like grassroots like on the on the streets, you know. That's awesome. A marketing thing of Save the Expanse with um, just like the graffiti in the show. Yeah. When you see them, you know what I mean? And like Holden, there was like the graffiti at one point of Holden. So anyway, I'm still enjoying the hell out of the show and I feel like it's going to be okay somehow. I'm feeling very positive about it, but it was a little bit like fuck when I saw that, but it's been really positive. Yeah. And you know what I mean, man, if Netflix picks this up, I mean, I'm rooting for Netflix. If Amazon Prime does it, that's fine too. But um, if Netflix does it, that's like they're list they're listening to what you're saying and they want to give you the best thing. And I think that's the best. Don't you? Yeah. Oh man. Sure. Okay, so what's next? Um, well, that's it. That's media time. That's media time. That's the media we've been consuming. At this time. So consume me. Right? Dot org. Bye.
is a listener letter. Are you ready? Yep. Okay, guys, it's time for listener letters. Email us at momanddaddarestoned at gmail.com. Let us know what you're thinking, what's going on with you. If you want some advice about something from some stoners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that are also coexisting on this earth. Yes. Send it on in. Or if you just want to let us know something, email us there again, mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com. I'm going to hit my bong real quick. Do it. I'm using the Helix, you guys. Thing's cool. Uh, did we link this up on my store? I uh, got to take pictures of this. We're going to have to do it. Because um, it's a great little piece, dankgeek.com. Um, and yeah, check out my store, you guys. I got, I'll tell you about that at the end of the show. Yeah. Anyway, here's our listener letter for the week. Hi. Okay. My question, problem, is sometimes, all the time, I get annoyed with my husband so easily. And my brain is sitting here saying, stop talking. Stop talking. Shut the fuck up. But my mouth just keeps bitching at him for the stupidest shit. I roll. I want to help tips to help me be a better wife and shut up occasionally because Lord knows he deserves better for putting up with all my shit. I know he must be tired of dealing with us all the time. Thank you for all that you do for us in the stoner community. Hey, I totally get it. I'm an easily annoyed wife too. You know what I mean? You are. So I've got all sorts of advice. So anyway, what do you think of this question? Do you feel this? Do you yeah, get this? Do you ever bit. feel this way about me? Um, sometimes you get you can be a little harsh, um, but <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> you know, yikes. Yeah, that's about it. Well, I will say I totally get being. I mean, it's really just personalities and blah blah blah. But I totally get like feeling annoyed with. Anybody I share a lot of personal space with. Well, of course. And that just happens. Um, and I will say our cycles and being a woman and kind of having that um, <clears throat> hormone, hormonal stuff going on intensifies my level of uh, negativity, bitchiness, and easily uh, annoyance, my ease to be annoyed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So do, you know what I'm talking about. I'm being honest here, right? You're being, this is real talk. Um, so I think this is really normal. So that's, I just wanted to say that and also take another hit from my bong. Excuse me. <laughs> Baby, do you want it, sub? No, I had plenty. What do you think? Are you high at all? Yeah. No. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I won't, I won't bother you. I need more weed. So I think it's great that you're recognizing that maybe it's in some of these occasions you are totally being unreasonable. And that's the first step is like recognizing it. Um, and it's like any sort of like brain retraining, you know, cognitive therapy type of thing, which I know you understand. Um, so you have to like be able to recognize when you're being unreasonable, step out of it, you know what I mean? And and see it from the outside, which can be really, really hard. And it's just a practice of even just internalizing in your head, it's okay. I'm I'm wrong to be this annoyed or upset. You know what I mean? You're, well, yeah, but also you know, men, men say stupid shit all the time. Too. I know, but she's being very clear that like she thinks that this is and I've already, you know, she thinks that it's too much and and he doesn't deserve it and he deserves better. And so I get it. Sometimes you just act irrationally to people. You're bitchy like that to me all the time, not all the time, but sometimes. And that's just a part of life. Like we take things out on our loved ones. Like the stuff that we're holding from the outside world or, you know what I mean? Yes. It just happens. It's a part of big fucking lovers and connected and one person. Do you know what I mean? I hear you. So, um, yeah, you have to like just be able to recognize it as it's happening. And for me, a big improvement, honestly, is like... <laughs> I'll just shut down and not want to talk at all. And to me, that's better than um, fighting. Yeah. And and I recognize that if I'm verbal with him in any way, I'm in such a horrible state of mind and I'm so annoyed or angry that I'm going to be fighting. You know what I mean? Yes. So until I can speak 
in a way that is not going to be fighting, I don't want to speak. I'm not going to talk. Um, and that's better, right, than fighting yeah. and saying stuff you don't mean. Um, and and your spouse has to understand what you're what you're doing too, and give you space. Like I need space, but also him to be there, but maybe just like not talk to me or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, so I was just saying what knowing when you're being unreasonable is the first step. Also know that there's times like in your cycle or whatever, like your normal stresses of life or like with the kids, you know what I mean? Um, when you know that you're easily annoyable, either it's your cycle or it's something that just is kind of predictable is what I'm saying. Cause then you can be more on guard for it. Like knowing in your mind when you're driving home, like mentally, like I'm annoyed. I know it. Maybe I should say something up front so he doesn't like annoy the shit out of me instantly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe I need 30 minutes of him not talking or whatever. Because whatever, it's a trigger. You know what I mean? Um, So just being prepared in that sense. And then as far as medicating with cannabis for this. So a lot of times, you know, I use cannabis and it makes me like way easier to be with. And for me to, you know, it makes my mood a thousand times better, basically, especially if I'm in a rotten one. And I think it's important to share that with your spouse, especially if you're having like rough fighting times. So like, be sure to like spend that time when you're high and happy, you know, like interacting with them when they're not freaking getting on your nerves because it's all about having that balance in a relationship so you don't want it to be all negative you know what i mean embrace when it's positive and include him do you know what i mean does that make sense absolutely um and i don't know if he partakes or whatever but i'm just saying like enjoy that high time with him when you can so yeah what do you think? Is I, that I think that's good. Do you have anything you want to add to that? Um, not really. It's a phase and it comes and goes and as you get older and further into your marriage and stuff and knowing yourself as a person as a woman <laughs> you are able to, you know, mature and like control certain rages and stuff. <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, for me, so much of it is hormonal. I feel like I also have like a mood disorder. So like if I'm anxious, I can be very on edge as far as how I'm talked to by anyone. And it's just natural to have those interactions with the person you spend the most time with in your life that you're sharing everything with, that you're raising fucking kids with. Do you know what I mean? So it's totally normal. And you got this. You can do it. Smoke your weed, which I know you do. Do it. Hey, email us, you guys. Send in your questions. I want to hear them. We're ready for Cannabis Corner. All right. Welcome to Cannabis Corner. Okay. Do you you know what we're talking about? Um, It says frequently asked questions about being a stoner mom. That's right, guys. Maybe I should read them to you since I don't talk at all in this episode. Okay. Are you ready for question number one? So these are frequently asked questions. About being a stoner mom, not the stoner mom, which I was going to do next week. What do you think about that? I like it. Like biz questions. Biz quest. But that's not today. Today's just being about a parent that uses cannabis. Uh, so, yeah, I get a lot of inquiries like this. So here, let's hear them, baby. What do you use cannabis for? Excuse me. What do you use cannabis for? And why do you use cannabis in the first place? I use cannabis as a mom. I use it for a a depressive disorder, a major depressive disorder, and um, generalized anxiety disorder. These are commonly prescribed and diagnosed uh, things. (laughs) Right. Um, And I've had it. I've had them since, you know, for most of my adult life, since I've been a parent um, before then. But I recognize these signs since pretty much puberty. And you know what I mean? I've always been this way. Um, And yeah, in recent years or whatever, I have completely gone off of, I spent 10 years plus on antidepressants, Zoloft and Mobutrin. And now I'm completely off of those. 
and I only use cannabis to treat those mental disorders. For real. Legit. Legit. And uh, yeah, so that's it. All right. Here's another question for you. That's my... Did mm-hmm. I say that? Okay. No. Next question. Did you use cannabis while pregnant or breastfeeding? I didn't. I branded myself as the stoner mom, but I started using cannabis after I had my kids. They were both like in some sort of school. By the time I started... Re, I reintroduced cannabis in my life. I smoked pot in like high school like any normal person. Right. Um, but then I stopped for all of like having babies and that was also like correlated to like my first uh, marriage and stuff. So anyway, that's it. Okay. Oh, my opinion on that. Yeah. What's your opinion? Is very, um, I'm very inclusive and I just feel that using cannabis while pregnant and breastfeeding is mom's choice and mom gets to make that choice based on, she needs to make that based on, all of the relevant information and, and it's, you know, our duty to legalize and fight for that kind of stuff so that we can have research and stuff related to moms using um, cannabis during these times. But yeah, I don't have, I don't have direct experience with it. I know a lot of moms that have used it during pregnancy and or breastfeeding Um and I couldn't tell you a single negative thing about them or their kids and stuff. So, so that's that. Let me ask you another question. Yes. Do you smoke pot or use cannabis products in front of your kids or when kids are around? Um, so not in front of my kids. No, I've always been weirded out by like hitting a bong in front of kids. Sorry. Um, I'm very into like, modeling basically um which is just knowing that your kids are going to do what you do no matter what so if they see you exhaling shit they're going to be like i can exhale shit and i don't have negative feelings towards them using cannabis in the future but i don't want to be modeling it for them a hundred percent in their face right now at the same time i'm using it for for some people it's really important to model cannabis use as medicine Do you know what I mean? Like that's their feeling and their stance and it could depend on what they're using it for medically, you know, but for me, um, it's not like my number one priority at the moment. Um, but I do, I have in the past, like incorporated it into like my summer schedule where I would sit outside and hit the bong, um, when they were not outside with me. Um, and so I kind of do that. Like I, the, the, the weather's changing. We're getting into summer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just feel like I'm going to be doing that. They see my bongs um, in their cabinet. I have a special place where they all sit. Um, but yeah, they know, I don't like use it. Like I don't exhale smoke in the house um, when they're around. Um, I always exhale it outside of the house. I just always have. I've just been that way. Um, or I'll use like a, a sploofy or something like that, but I don't even do that. I, since I started using CBD, like I haven't smoked a lot of weed. Um, so it's really easy for me to find ways to pop outside. My kids are also older, um, and take a couple hits off the bong and then come back in and do my mom stuff. Um, so yeah. You spend, I spend a lot of time in the house, you know, with my kids. So consumption, you can, if kids are around, you can assume that that's taking place, obviously in the home when there's like two parents and safety and all of that. You know what I mean? I do. Okay. Here's another question. What? How often do you smoke weed or use cannabis? Um... So I now smoke weed based on my like weekly routine or schedule, I guess. And so I have a unique schedule where I have my kids during the week, but they're in school. So I might use cannabis a couple times a week while they're at school. Um, I will usually, not usually, I sometimes will hit the bong at night um, in my room. And then it's also for me very like on demand. Like if I feel... That's what's awesome about cannabis, you know, but if I feel an episode coming on or if I feel myself getting anxious or like 
depressed or easily annoyable, <laughs> as we were talking about, I can, it's very easy to just step out and like take two bong rips. You know what I mean? Um, and my husband always tries to encourage me to do that I do I because try. it really is my medicine. Um, and, and it's my only medicine. So yeah, it's like my, my feeling on like doing this, it's always like changing. It's very fluid. And as I said, since I started using CBD, I use it less on the weekends. I mean, I smoke weed less on the weekends. Um, we usually get a couple days where there's no kids in the house for an extended period of time. And I get to smoke a lot of weed then. And so I like to do that and take advantage of that. So for me, it's all about like scheduling and you know, mm-hmm. spending, like doing my cannabis stuff around that schedule. So since I have the freedom of having kids in school uh, for a long period of time, I might as well do that then. But then that changes in the summer. So my schedule is going to be changing as far as when I use it and how often, you know. I do. So what do your kids know about cannabis and your use of it? My kids know that it's medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, I've taught, taught them both that it's medicine that's been legal for a long time. And then in recent modern history has not been legal. Um, and then it's really based on money and that's how all of that happened. Um, and that it's a unfortunate thing and it's a social injustice that we have to fight to fix. So just like any injustice that we teach our kids about, um, right now I teach them, about cannabis, marijuana, and all of that, and this whole medical movement. And so I really emphasize the medical side of it. And so they really, they totally get that it's, well, Victoria, my older daughter specifically, really gets that this isn't a legit plant. You know what I mean? That, and she just likes that, I think, the idea of like plants that you have no access to listen yeah. to that. That's crazy. That's like black Panther. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Wow. Um, so yeah, I don't explain so much. Um, I only recently explained to people drink and use drugs like this, um, because it makes them feel good and that's fine and okay. But you know what I mean? It's just something that everybody has to understand. Um, and there's so many different layers to it. So anyway, they have a good idea of it. They also know that like I actually work in, I like work actively for um, talking about cannabis. So that's that also. They have that perspective. That's true when your mom's in magazines and stuff. All right. Anyway. Next question. <laughs> yes. How do you feel about your kids using cannabis in the future when they're older? Oh, I don't really have an, I mean, I obviously, I prefer it to them. Like if they're experimenting without my knowledge, I truly prefer it to, uh, alcohol, but I'll say like when I was a teenager and I smoked pot, I would get high as fuck and like do stupid ass shit. So that's just part of being like, your brain is literally not done growing. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not a big advocate for it. And I don't foresee them having like the need for like a medical prescription before they're 18. Do you know what I mean? So I'm also like not an, not, I don't want them to break the law. Um, Another reason why I don't really model smoking pot in front of them. Do you know what I mean? Um, So I don't know. I'm sure I'll talk to them more about it as, as, they get older, but they're still young and are in no position to like have access to it. Um, yeah. Oh, but as far as they're older, yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. I, I'm have a pretty healthy understanding of people rebelling and doing what they're going to do and have a good time with their friends. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I don't think that people are, that marijuana is the devil's lettuce and makes them evil or shitty or whatever. So I'm never going to have that sort of um, feeling towards them, but I don't see myself as the type of, well, you better get high in my house with me. <laughs> like I really can't see that at all. Like yeah. the idea makes me want to throw up. Yeah. like smoking pot with my kids. Like, Isn't this uncomfortable? They're little mm. kids. <laughs> like it freaks me out. That's not <laughs> But eventually they're going to be older. And I guess that happens. But like, 
It's not like I've smoked pot with my mom, for God's sakes. Like, and I'm 35. Am I 35? Uh-huh. Or am I? You're 35. Oh, man. Why? Anyway. Oh okay. Are you high around your kids? No. So that's, I think, the biggest misunderstanding or misconception of cannabis use for, like, daily people. So, um, um, it, yeah. And I guess you maybe you can equate it to, like, drinking alcohol. But say, like, which you're not really supposed to say, but it's the truth. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How, like, you can have a certain amount of something and be completely normal and fine and still feel certain effects from the stuff, but you're not like impaired. Right. And, and that's why, you know, they need to be testing for impairment instead of like doing like uh, THC levels for marijuana users, as far as like driving and stuff, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Cause that's what it's about. Um, because I can have super high levels of THC in my system all the time. Cause I'm the stoner mom and smoke a ton of weed and still be completely functional. Um, and completely non impaired and a ton. I mean, that's how it is for medical users. You're literally using it for medicine. You're using it to feel, you know, relief from certain things, not necessarily for the psychoactive effects and stuff. Um, and then if you want to feel high and you want to have an experience, like if you were drinking, you know what I mean? Have a more impaired experience. You can have that as an adult, like, you know, when you're having time alone uh, without responsibilities as a, as a parent. Do you know what I mean? So it's like you can choose what, how high you want to be. Um, and for most daily users, you're not even, it's not like a recreational thing. It's a, a medical thing. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I can still take advantage of having recreation when it's appropriate, just like people that uh, drink alcohol. Exactly. So, yeah. Okay. Next. Next question. Do you ever get too high to take care of kids? No, that doesn't happen. I can even eat like edibles and do a thousand dabs and be able to take care of kids. Do you know what I mean? And make the decision at least. Um, and I have another person here in my house, thank God. Yeah. But like, I would not drive um, impaired with kids ever. But taking care of kids at this state is, you know, easy for me. And I just don't ever get super high like that anymore. In the Back in the day when I first started smoking pot, uh, like in 2013, it would get me so high. And it, it would literally be something I scheduled for like girls night or like spending time out with you or mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. like mom's night out or whatever. Um, but certainly not mom's night in. No. <laughs> so it, that's another thing. It's very individual for everybody. But for me at this state, it just no cannabis product is going to fuck me up to the point where I can't like ha handle my business <laughs> at all. So there's that. All right. But it's never safe to drive like that just no. in case you're pulled over. I mean, even if you're able, able to drive, if you're pulled over and you have to deal with that, you're fucked. So you're done. You're done. So. So that's why it's never a good idea to drive. Nope. No matter how like good you are at it. All right. Well, that's it. That's the questions. Okay. I hope that was illuminating as far as it's very normal and ordinary and boring to use cannabis. As a stoner mom. Right. It's very la-di-da. It's like taking my antidepressant, except my antidepressant can sometimes look like I'm smoking crack or something. Right. So. <laughs> but with new advances in technology. Yeah. And conversation with kids, you know, and also learning and using discretion and learning your routine and being really good with it. It's all about that kind of stuff and it's all personal choices. So that's my personal stance, but I always like to hear about your guys's. And did you know that you can leave comments on our blog yeah. for this episode? You can. Where David, do you ever write anything or not really, huh? No. I've tried to smoke pot, but I can't. That's it for Cannabis Corner. That's it.
What's going on in Dave's Grow? Your voice always sounds so beautiful when you do that. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, David. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I got to really puff away at this bong because it's a little bit... Clogged. Well, it's not clogged yet, but it's like super packed. I got to tell you, I'm kind of getting ready to eat some dinner. I know. We got to figure out what's happening. All right. So what's going on today's girl? I'm going to tell you. So as you know, I'm uh, limping along with a, a busted tent. Um, I've got so many gigantic, Ugh. ginormous plants in this big old four by four tent. I just like, and I've got a door that I've like sealed shut. It's just so hard because they're flowering and I can't get to some of them the way I'd like to. That sucks. I can't like properly, no. but they're going to be fine. They're all going to grow weed and it's, you know, it's just, I don't like to do it this way because they look. Oh my God. They don't, they don't look pretty. I mean, they don't. The, do- the dog just snored. I, if, no, I didn't hear that. Okay. Um, they, you know, they just, ugh, they're not very well manicured, but I will say all my hemp plant, I'm going to have so much hemp. I don't know what I'm going to do with it all. So you're going to smoke it. I guess. I'm tired of this not smoking with me. No, I, I bull crap today. That's true. You did. I just never looked yeah. at you while you're doing it. I'm always looking into the microphone. So that's what's going on. We're in the end of that. And then in my other tent, it looks so beautiful and I can get into both sides of this tent. So it's got, um, I'm trying to find the right, the perfect clones based on these two seed strains. So I've got five of one, five different clones of one strain and four of the other. And we're just looking at them to see which one's going to do the best. I always post pictures on Instagram. If you want to look at them, maybe you could give me your opinion and tell me what you think. Um, but I think they're looking gorgeous. They're very full in this little three by three tent. I'm going to actually get another tent. I think um, at work, they were, there's this new tent company that just came out and they have white lined tents, which is like, what? you don't ever see that anywhere. So instead of that reflective mylar kind of stuff, which disintegrates over time, I mean, this does the, it. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, yeah. So there's the, these are white line. They're white. They're going to be, that's white is the best reflective color. So it's going to be great. I can't wait to try that out. Um, and that's really all that's going on. We could use that for a photo booth. And we stuff. absolutely could. We I absolutely could take could. beautiful pictures of myself. You could. You just get in the tent. And Katya. And Katya. Katya needs some professional pictures it, by me. It's like a life-size uh, human-size box. I love it. Well, that's awesome. I hope you get that. Uh, we are getting it. Absolutely. Um, and that's really all that's going on. I mean, like, we got plants growing over here, people. Okay. All right, that's what's going that's on. That's what's going on in Dave's Grow. Thanks, Dave. You're welcome. All right, guys, that's it for this episode, David. Yeah. Are we going to eat? I think so. We have to ask your brother what he would like to eat, but I would like to eat a pork sandwich. Oh, man. David wants barbecue. No, I'll, but I'll eat anything. I want barbecue, too. Okay, well, that's... What else? But I really want to get it and bring it home. Yeah, I'll go get it. I'll take care of all that. Oh, I'm going to really pitch that. Okay. Okay, guys. That's it for this. We're going to eat some barbecue mm. in our fucking underpants. Maybe I'll put some har- no. harmonica music here. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. Because that's the harmonica. Deliverance style? No. No banjos? No. That's like, we're not eating like Ozark barbecue. Speaking of Ozark, I heard the show Ozark on Netflix is supposed to be really good. Yeah, I've heard that too. We should watch it. All right. Well, that's it. Okay. That's it, you guys. Mom and Dad are stoned is made by us, David and Catherine. Learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Check out our membership site at housevaneaton.com. Follow us on Twitter at mom the letter N. Dad, the letter R. Stoned. Follow David on Instagram at C-O Weed Grower. And follow Catherine, that's me, on Instagram at the Stoner Mom. I'm sorry, I'm stoned right now. Wait, one other thing. You had mentioned earlier you're going to talk about this shop on your site. Oh, I we built a shop on thestonermom.com. Go check out the Stoner Mom. Send us some love over there. Check out all of the things I've been doing. Um... I read a comment on Instagram that I didn't reply to. I'm sorry. I'm very terrible about that. And I'm I'm only going to get worse. So um, that said, they only knew me through Mom and Dad are Stone. They'd never watched a video. And I was like, oh, my God, look at that. There's people that like. 
They come in through the other ways. I know. I love that. We love so, it. I love the podcast. That's only going to increase, you guys, because videos are on stonermom.com only. So I'm going to have people finding me through that or the podcast. That's going to be it. And I guess social media print occasionally. Yeah. Well, yeah. You were just in a couple magazines. Were you going to ask me a special question? <gasps> oh, no. I forgot to do it. Okay, you guys. I wanted to have a special segment at the beginning of the show where I asked David a question. All right. So this is a new portion of the show that we will have occasionally where I ask you a question that randomly occurs to me throughout the week that I want to ask you when you're not home. Okay. So nice. Do you get it? Yes. Don't you ever have like things it. you want to tell me? All and you're the like, time. And, and I, you forget them. I should start jotting them down. So you got to write them down. I will. And I got two, too. So here's mine okay. to you. Okay. If they, someone was to make a movie about your life for some reason, oh my God. Yeah. who do you want to play you? Hmm. Who do I want to play me? That's right. You, bitch. Oh, God. I don't know, honey. Who should play you? Um, Sexy, no. big ogre guy. No. Uh, so good. Shrek. I would want Shrek. So Eddie Murphy. Eddie, no, Got Eddie it. Murphy is the donkey. Oh, Mike Myers. <laughs> Mike Myers Mike. is Shrek. Um, you know what? I would want the ro- I would Murphy. I would want the Rock to play me. <laughs> That's who I want to play me. A thousand percent. I get it. I, I, I get lo- it. I just I think he's the best. So that's who I want. Okay. The Rock, please. Excellent. What about you? Can I ask you that same question? Sure. <laughs> um, I will always go with Jennifer Lopez. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> the Rock and Jennifer Lopez in. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck it's called, but okay. That's awesome. I just, all right. Thanks. All right. Well, that's cool. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, you can support the show by leaving us a rating and review, like I said earlier, wherever you listen to podcasts. And please don't forget to subscribe to Mom and Dad Are Stoned so you never miss an episode. We'll be back next week with another episode for you. Until then, please remember to be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Always be kind and smoke weed every day. Bye. Bye. Bye.